Hey guys, uh, welcome to the Big Fail Podcast. We're here with Mr. Anshul Tatia and Ms. Julia Fiona, co-founders of Sparklehood, a startup school for professionals. Thank you so much for joining us and it's an honor to have you both here. All right, so- yeah, Thank Akhara, you so much, uh, Jafina, for having us uh, on the, I guess, maiden uh, Big Fail Podcast, right? <laughs> yes. Um, so- for all our uh, new listeners, the Big Fail Podcast is a podcast aiming to give you some quality insights behind the lives of successful individuals because we often forget that their hardships also had an equal, if not greater, role in shaping their success. So these are the things you won't find in con- uh, you will only find in conversations and not in books. So let's get started. So I'll start off with a quick introduction so that our audience gets to know you guys. So uh, Mr. Anshul, he is an NITK graduate from 2010. Uh, He rejected his placement offer, went on to work at an NGO called Teach for India. He then became product design manager at HCL and also uh, worked at Inc. Academics. He then learned about entrepreneurship, started two superfood startups, which had a great trajectory. And uh, after which he also became an SVB tracker at 2018, co-founder of Circles, which was an Uber of sorts for credit cards in 2019. And he's also an uh, IIM Avericks fellow and currently the co-founder and CEO at Sparklehood. So Julia had her interests in high fashion and marketing. Uh, she did a dual degree uh, at her university in Italy. And at the second year, she had a choice of moving to another uh, for an exchange program. So she chose IMA and she finally graduated in 2020 from IMA. And right now is the co-founder and marketing head at Sparklehood. So thank you so much for joining us, you both. Um, all right, so we get on with the questions, yeah? So Anshal, you have co-founded almost like four companies and you're an IIM Mavericks fellow and an SVB tracker. Like, how do you manage all of this together? And how was the experience so far? Right. Thank you so much, Jafina, for a very kind and uh, generous introduction. Um, it's, I, I think, I mean, it, it, I mean, all of it didn't happen at the same time, right? It was over a very long period of time. And uh, just to go back a little bit, I think when uh, when I graduated from uh, NITK Suratkal, and as you rightly said, even though I got the placement offer, I didn't take it up. I think the primary reason, at least for me at that point of time, was uh, I was staying with, uh, I, I went to visit a couple of seniors from NITK at that time, and I stayed with them for a week in Bangalore. And um, it just seemed like uh, they were not very happy with uh, with the jobs they had. That really kind of, I think, influenced me to not take up the job, right? And then one thing led to another. I sort of always had uh, interest in uh, entrepreneurship. I'll, I'll try to connect my experiences to the theme of this uh, podcast. I, I think um, everyone thinks of failure and success in a very binary manner. Like it's, it's not a zero or one thing, right? Um, even if you do something and even if it doesn't widely succeed, it doesn't mean you have failed. You will still learn a lot as a part of the process and the outcome. You will still make a lot of connections and you you kind of only fail and it's, it sounds very cliched, but you fail only when you stop. As long as you keep doing it and use all the learnings um, from it, you sort of like remain, uh, remain on track, mm-hmm. right? So uh, all of these things happened over the years, slowly one by one. I, I, I kept on trying one thing after the other, maybe at, 
initially i also looked for uh, learning uh, while working in big companies and while working in big companies also i i realized that i mean it, it, the only thing that different is is that like they have a very structured approach to things which is evolved over time and then you sort of have to stick to that rigidity but once you get a sense of um, how how things are working on running and you generally see these human faces behind everything you you realize that i mean all you have to do is basically interact with other humans and work with them right like any transaction negotiation sales hiring anything that happens it's a it's a it's a transaction or an interaction between two human beings so ultimately everything just boils down to you have to kind of really be um empathetic with um others yeah yes i think empathy yes counts a lot um so all right next question julia so how is the shift to india like both culturally and professionally and also being a mm-hmm. graduate in entrepreneurship how did it feel and what made you make that choice yeah so when i had the choice to move for abroad for my double degree experience i chose india because i wanted to really go outside from my comfort zone and uh, like face some kind of challenge and i was like okay india is the right place right so and i mean it was true so i got um, i arrived in amdabad in june first thing i thought i'm gonna die like 50 degrees like oh, is it even possible right <laughs> i didn't expect that and it was really hard at like, the first month every day was just like okay i want to just go back to my room with ac that was my everyday thought <laughs> but apart from the heat i mean of course like uh, everything is very different and like um even like how people interact and i was so find very very different how like even like group works uh, and classes uh, so in italy we are more used to have like frontal lessons so like is the professor speaking and you take notes mm. at the end of it yeah. maybe he wants to work uh, i don't know every two months uh, that's it uh, like not every day and like every time for every class so i got some time took some time to get used to it and to also to understand that usually <laughs> um Indians are not very punctual <laughs> so i remember like having to wait very long times uh, in the common room for like having to work with groups right i was like where are you guys like i've been waiting for last hours uh yeah but i mean at the end of it uh, i got used to it and i mean you you learn how to adapt right and it was a very very good experience i really enjoyed it and um, i would totally do it again um also i mean like during i mean you know anchan and i we we met so after one month i was there so july we started dating oh. and um yeah so best part of it we got to travel a lot so i really like traveling so when i came to india i really wanted to explore the country and i had like long list of places i wanted to visit so we kind of did it together so we traveled a lot i think like totally like i mean i don't know one month and a half we actually spent traveling around like every break from classes like we would get on a train or plane and go somewhere yeah so it's very very good experience and then um, i stayed there for six months almost and then i had to go back to italy i finished my master there i graduated in uh, october so yeah pretty much one year ago exactly and uh, i was thinking uh, like i really don't know what to do with my life so i didn't know what job would work better for me or i don't know like i saw everybody my friends having very clear ideas right 
I have no clue. I just know that I like fashion somehow. Um, so I wanted to really to find a job in fashion. I sent so many CVs everywhere. And then finally I got called from uh, Loro Piana. It's an um, Italian brand, a very like high-end brand. And I started working there. I was very excited, very happy and proud. And then after one month, I thought, oh, no, my God, I don't like this. <laughs> and <laughs> yeah. I don't know if it was, uh, I mean, I think it's because I really didn't feel part of something. I mean, I was an intern, I wasn't really like a mm. uh, proper job, but um, I felt like I wasn't part of much. I wasn't much involved in what was going on. So I found it pretty boring, I must say. Mm. Like every day going to office, like I really want the day to get over. So yeah, I mean, then I actually like due to covid the whole internship got much became much much longer oh so eventually finished it actually this september so almost one year one year i oh. uh, didn't work that time but like most of it and um, yeah so when i mean Anchal in july he told me like he he kept bouncing ideas to me like about new startups and stuff and i'm always like very skeptical about everything he says so he told me about the idea of a startup school for working professionals. And I was like, wow, this like sounds really like a good idea. Like you should totally do it. And then um, he asked me like, do you want to help me? I was like, okay, like, sure, why not? Like, and I mean, I didn't think about entrepreneurship before, honestly. Uh, I think it really came into my life just because of Anchal. Uh, so it kind of like, you know, like, this to me and uh, I think it's all like because of him honestly otherwise I don't think I would have done it but I think it totally makes sense because you really feel like the, you know part of what you do like it's it's, it's like your baby right like so yeah. yeah that's really the best part of it like really I like, feel like you're doing something for yourself also got it got it nice all right, so um, Anshul, so what advice do you have for entrepreneurs who want to get out there and take risks and do things? Uh, in a couple of things, I think like uh, also if you look at the overall ecosystem, right, um, sort of like the acceptability towards failure has changed. Yeah. And there is this joke going on that previously <laughs> parents used to be like, oh, are you a doctor, engineer or like a government employee, you know, like. 20, 30 years back. Nowadays, uh, you see a lot of this theme in like YouTube videos or even movies where parents are like, oh, have you gotten an exit from any startup? Are you a co-founder, right? That is, I think, in like some ways a proof or um, evidence of the fact that like, uh, I don't know, maybe we as a society are like uh, sort of becoming more adaptable to uh, these ideas and more open to failure. Uh, when, when, parents say these things or when society talks about these things um of course like they don't realize uh, how bad or harsh or uh, difficult failure is right uh, but i think I, I really want to revolve around the whole uh, failure theme here because that's anyways like the core target for you guys and i've had like my fair share of failures uh, but i don't look at it that uh, like that so i'll just give like few examples yeah. uh, so when i was in uh an itk surat Kal in in final year we me and like a couple of other guys from uh, from campus itself we did like a career counseling thing where we went around in mangalore and aloysius and i think like a couple of other schools we tied up with them we had few students we did it a few months we broke even uh but then college was getting over and uh 
we were going to go like take placement go separate ways so we decided to drop it but we did get like a small sense of um how sort of things are run at a small scale and one important thing that happened there was um in mangalore at least like uh, people listen to students from nitk suratkal right because it has that local credibility not just in mangalore i think whole of uh, whole of karnataka so i realized that uh, Uh, and that later on came back to me again when uh, when i sort of got the opportunity to join iim ahmedabad for the regular uh, two year business school program right and before this like in all this intervening period uh, i did teach for india it was a wonderful opportunity amazing kids lovely environment um, got it like there is a sort of experience which which It, you you're extremely happy because it's very emotionally uh, connected your kids call you bhaiya they keep hugging you they share your lunch with you right uh, yeah. that is not something which you will get in any other kind of industry or job um you might have other things are uh, going on for you in those things though right up uh, so in 2014 i got uh, another chance when my uncle was uh, setting up a factory and before that as you said i was working as a product design manager with hcl learning whereas handling uh, teams of 20 to 120 their b2c uh, sort of portfolio a lot of different uh, products product design go to market strategy uh, so all these while i was also slowly gaining confidence that uh, how can i tackle slightly bigger projects right and then ma- i made a complete switch from education social to edtech to now food industry uh, i set up a flower mill a factory which was 250 metric tons per day it took one year to set up the factory and that's that's a lot of production if if you know it uh, visually it would look like 10 trucks with raw wheat coming in every day and 10 trucks of finished goods going out every day so it's a decently uh, big sort of operation yeah. and and i did that without any background in food industry right so the my approach to that was when we got started was basically just keep talking to a lot of people mm-hmm. right so if you're exploring something or doing something just like explore and talk to as many people as you can and these people can be either your potential customers or this could be some kind of supplier vendor consultant or any other eco sort of like a um, stakeholder in that ecosystem or the problem that you're trying to solve you can map it down on a piece of paper figure out who all are involved at different different hierarchies and when you have these conversations different people at different level of hierarchy or depending on where or what they do they bring in very unique perspective or they approach things from how they think through and when you are running business a lot of times you will realize that it kind of becomes difficult to figure out what really is the truth like different people will say different things and you might have like a conflicting situations that time so the best way to resolve those is again like you try to get like as many multiple uh, sort of perspectives and conversation and that also helps let's say if you're doing a startup in a startup if you're building a new product for some kind of community for example for sparklehood when we when we got the idea initially uh, when i shared the idea with julia it was basically based on the insight that uh, we all of us went to really really good uh, schools and colleges and and we were lucky and fortunate enough that doesn't happen to any everyone but we were surrounded by extremely smart and brilliant people and a lot of them are like way smarter than us also right and um, and i being this sort of like the spark startup guy trying to do it over and over again uh i would uh, whenever i would meet anyone i would keep asking them you know like what's going on do you have any new ideas what are you working on these kind of conversations and they would say something and few months down the lane i would meet them again and 
and um, nothing has happened right um, that was the key insight that why is something not happening here like these are all guys who are extremely smart brilliant from strong pedigree very well connected even good money and they have a good idea also then why are they not able to work i mean so we just try to explore that further like one of course like uh, you could say that they don't have enough time but we wanted to do a more detailed research and that was sort of how sparklewood was born mm-hmm. and so the initial advice which i was saying about talking to people that's what we did even for sparklewood we got the idea of on 10 july we made a soft post on linkedin 300 people reached out to us we had 71 hour long long conversation so that gave us a different understanding of what different kind of problems are there and that helped us come up and brainstorm and come up with the right structure which can solve it right and that also goes on later on to um, help you sort of have a community who who will support your idea and push it forward and spread the word for you so yeah i think that would be my advice don't be too rigid or like don't think too long term about like becoming too big or having all the things in the places at the same time just talk to people understand the problem more empathize i know i'm i'm repeating these words again and again but it's really about that like it comes back to that yeah yeah that makes sense honestly even at like pisa what we're trying to let our peers know is that you need to have connections you need to have a proper network because you're not going to figure everything out on your own yeah so like we're trying to build that um, sort of sense into students who are like interested in things but they're fear like a little bit fear of like you know just starting off so yes that, yeah. that's actually so important and i agree with whatever you said <laughs> all right yeah so- absolutely uh, good luck to you guys i i hope this uh, this becomes a thriving community and we we uh, as india i mean we get a lot of amazing uh, new startups and entrepreneurs we really need that <laughs> yes sir all right so now um sparklehood so julia and anshul how did you guys realize that you have the same ideas i mean uh, julia said you like you were pitching ideas to her and she just realized that okay maybe this is my thing yeah so uh, did you guys always have that connect and how was it working together for a startup uh i i mean i can say something and <laughs> i guess julia will add to it um <laughs> so for us uh, it's slightly uh, different right we are also uh, in a relationship and we have known each other for a very long time mm-hmm. we i i think like till sparklewood happened we hadn't really thought of like working together on anything we might have just like have you know like those um, nice couple discussions of like doing this or doing that but it was not really like um, a in a i don't know in a more like practical or discipline it was just like an idea like fascination right it wasn't like real um and uh and uh before I, and i was uh, i'd worked with a lot of different people before i think what i realized was uh, that uh, i am more of like the idea guy and and i even right now even with sparklewood right uh, every couple of days or every week i keep coming back to her with like new ideas within sparklewood and with for uh, startups it's really important that you need someone who can think in an abstract manner and connect like vaguely different pieces together and come up with a construct which in which like some of the parts is greater than the parts itself right broadly that is what you're doing at the end uh, but it's not about only about that because ideas is nothing till execution happens right and and i think uh, from that point of view i really realize that um, julia's very more disciplined uh than me and uh 
i think she adds uh, brings in like a great focus on execution and achieving like our goals on a weekly basis and uh, i i had a i think i i had that feeling and i knew it that's why i asked her to uh, become a co-founder i i guess rest she can share share <laughs> yeah no about the whole uh, working together right i mean i haven't decided yet if it's a very good thing or a very bad thing right uh we just like has been like that few months i guess so we will see uh for now what i can say is like i mean it's very good because um we haven't seen each other for 10 months now because of covid uh so we are long distance now and um so yeah i mean like working together really allows us to share everything and like really being uh, together the whole day so that is like the amazing part of it and we know each other's we know each other's weaknesses and strengths so it's really easy to work together and we are aligned on a lot of things the bad part is well of course like the line between personal relationship and work relationships mm-hmm. it's very hard to keep it very separate right is there everything is very blurred so you kind of keep i don't know take some work things and put it into the personal relationships and and fight about it and then i don't know we fight and then we're like okay but we have work to do like we cannot fight so that's like the we had part of it right but uh, i guess it's all about being able to balance it in a healthy way and when we guess we're doing this in job all right all right got it sounds like fun <laughs> so um uh, what are some of the mistakes or like gaps that you think uh, that you both think that should be addressed in like indian college systems or uh, in like within current on uh, college going students uh julia do you want to take that up first uh, yeah sure like i mean honestly um i can talk more about italy because my experience in india of course is much shorter and to yeah. be honest uh, uh when i came to india i thought that uh, entrepreneurship is much more taken into consideration in colleges over there right. that here like um, um yeah so that was my impression because i mean when doing my studies in italy i think i never heard anyone saying i want to do something on my own mm-hmm. like pretty much nobody it's very rare like everybody's thinking about getting a job and like all my classmates were like oh we want to get into mckinsey and bain that was like the only thought for everybody is like um so it is really like i um, never thought about entrepreneurship before because it didn't really like come across in a way from in my school there are a few things that is some like speed me up thing like with some incubator but i guess even professors on the environment did they really push you for that Mm-mm-mm. so yeah so i think actually IMA was like more let's say advanced in that way i mean that yeah. was my feeling that was my feeling at least yeah yeah just to add to that i mean i i think like i can connect my experience more to uh, nitk suratkal and uh, iim ahmedabad um even though like in iim ahmedabad a lot of uh, students don't go out to do entrepreneurship like right after the college but you would see that a lot of them do after sort of there's like a sweet spot after they have worked for 2 3 years a lot of them have gained uh, experience in some industry or some kind of problem statement or some niche right and whatever ideas you generally get practically you would see i mean it's possible that you might get something like really crazy and imaginative out of the bat but 
generally prop the ideas that you get is connected to some kind of problem or observation or pattern in and around you right um and the thing is that on on campuses like for example most of the students the ideas they would get would be around food because you would go to classes and come back and eat in mess so a lot of ideas would be around food but then these same people when they go out and work in like a lot of different environments engage with a lot of different type of problems different ecosystem different stakeholders they start to see new things new patterns and i mean as i said like all these people are really smart all they really need to do is just like engage with the ecosystem um so i think um one of the things that is lacking though which and the im amdabad had was good was that the whole approach to education system was very open because it's a case based method so you study sort of like business dilemmas or problems and then you just debate on it there is no right answer the idea is basically to just develop a habit of thinking through things right like uh, having a structured approach to thinking or clarity of thought um in engineering colleges i guess it's kind of difficult to have but in hindsight what i would have liked when i was in nit ke surat kal uh, i don't know maybe it has changed now uh, still the whole thing was about like students trying to get grades and like studying couple of days before the exams i don't know if it's still the same but i i i really feel like all of us work so so hard to get into these colleges right like you work your ass off and then once you get there um you don't really feel like oh you're going to be like a real engineer like you're going to build something i i i think i'm not able to uh like put the hammer on the nail in the right way what the structure or the solution should be like what the college should effectively change but i think the focus should really be on like people trying to build stuff it shouldn't just be like you know like learning in class and passing the exams it it really sucks and i think uh, that's also maybe one of the big differences in i don't know about the european education system as much but us and india for sure so even if the college doesn't support you i would still insist that like really like build stuff yourself like that really helps yeah all right that that's that's great yes we do believe that too um all right so thank you so much for um, joining us and uh, it has really been great speaking to you guys especially especially you came from uh, julia you came from like a different background and then you discovered your passion in entrepreneurship later on and that's just amazing and so you have done so many um, you've got tried so many things and uh, so much so much knowledge honestly network also so uh, thank you so much for joining us this was great speaking to you both and i hope we can maybe connect more with respect to peace up and our initiatives yeah thank you yeah, so sure. much happy 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 to be here thank you so much uh, wish you guys a great success too yes yeah thank you very much thank you and all the best with sparklehood too all the best yeah, yeah thank you yeah. thank you <laughs> bye <laughs> bye bye